flight between Sydney and LA for Oceanic Flight 815 until... Now, lost on a mysterious island, the survivors have more to fear than survival itself. You killed us all? Nothing is real! Namaste, thank you, and good luck. <laughs> I think your friends just blew themselves up, brother. I just saved us all. I've got to go, and you've got to get as far away from here as possible. Go where? Stop! I'm gonna blow the town, Tom. Who are you people? We're the good guys, Michael. You push the button. That's an order. All we really need to survive is one person who truly loves us. This with boy. I think we found it. This is the Lost Initiative from Sky One. Hello, I'm Ian Lee, and welcome to the Lost Initiative from Sky One, the official download show for UK fans of Lost. We've all had a long lie down in a darkened room after last week's mind-blowing episode and are refreshed and ready to cast a critical eye over episode 9, Stranger in a Strange Land. Spooky. Uh, we want you to join in too. You can email us at lost at skyone.co.uk and I'll try very hard not to laugh in the face of your theories, unless they're rubbish. That's lost at skyone.co.uk. The Lost Initiative. Joined as always by Paul Terry, editor of Lost Magazine. Hello. Hello. Uh, initial reaction to the episode we've just seen. Well, the Cindy stuff has got me, uh, yeah, very intrigued. It's exciting. What the it? hell is going on with that? She looked hot this time. She didn't look hot in the last yeah, series. Yeah, and, and fairly happy. I mean, remember there was a strange um, uh, semi-nude photo shoot of her in one of the newspapers, what? and she looked like a bloke. But she looked she looked good there. Oh, looked like a good bloke. Okay. Uh, Geeky Tom, hello. Hi. What hi. did you make of this episode? I thought it was um, rubbish, to be honest. Absolute rubbish. Okay. I'd like to explain to you in the form of audio what um, pretty much happened in in the episode. There you go. Okay, Tom, <laughs> controversial words there. Well, I, I don't quite know what that means, but we'll, oh, we'll, we'll find out. I think after last week's mind-blowing time travel episode, it's a little bit slow. <laughs> yes. Well, okay. Both Jack and Juliet get marked in this episode, and now we've known for a while that Jack's tattoos are significant, and we finally find out where he got them from. I wasn't happy with the explanation. It didn't really tell us much, did it, Paul? Well, I was I was waiting for, um, as everybody was, the, the translation. What did they actually say? Jack obviously doesn't know what they say and then when the, the lady at the end of the episode explains the sheriff woman it's kind of whoa, ominous, whoa, whoa. he it? says he says he does know yeah, what the tattoos say well I think he's lying but that's why no. I interpreted it I don't think he did know well he gets the tattoos from a beautiful woman whose name I didn't quite make out as I wasn't really listening to her words <laughs> I was looking at that top she was wearing and thinking well how the hell is that staying up is it Akara Achara Achara I, I want to say Akira but it wasn't Akira obviously it was a, oh let's say Achara I think it was Achara yeah okay now she tells Jack that she has a gift of being able to see who people are and Jack is keen for her to use her special powers on him oh, you're a leader, a great man. But this, this makes you lonely and frightened and angry. Now put it on me. Put it on me. No, this, this is against my people. 
consequences, Jack. There always are. Okay, how does she... Up- One thing I found frustrating about this episode is it's not really explained what her power is exactly or how... Or, or what it does. How can she see this about Jack, about him being a great yet frightened man? Well, yeah, there's a, I think there's a kind of an aura seeing thing about her gift. That's what I, I took from it. And that reminded me a little bit of our mate Des with his precognitive uh, future well, scene. Well, wasn't Desmond called a great man last week? Is he a reference to him being a great man? Oh, well, yeah, um, Penny's dad says, uh, you know, you'll never be a great man. Right. But I, but I think that that's... He, but that's he, get, what, he gets told that pushing the button's the only great thing he'll ever do. Yeah, but I think that's the link between the two, like, the way the, the story's flowing. You know, we've heard all this stuff about Desmond and going to the past and future seeing, and then this character in Thailand who can see something about a person was like, what they're going to become. Doesn't she so. also call um, Jack a leader? Yeah, so a leader. yeah. That's, that's popped up before, whether he's a leader... Oh, no, or is it, is it Locke, wasn't it, whether he was a leader or a follower, a hunter or a farmer or whatever it was? That's... Yeah, in um, Locke's flashback earlier on in the uh, season. Yeah. Why... Do you think there will be... Con- well, we know the consequences, the initial consequences of him getting the tattoo is he gets a good kick in. What about if we consider... If we, if, we, if we sort of look at episode eight as it goes into nine, I think that's, that maybe is a link. Okay. And maybe she can see, you know, something about him, what he's going to become, and she's upset and doesn't want to do it. Like, she doesn't want to continue that but path. But why does Jack. he get the kicking, though? Is, is the kicking because it's got to be more than because oh, you you pushed around my cousin or whatever it is she is to me. There's got to be some reason oh, they're no, afraid I'm, of him. The little boy's afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it was because maybe she's regarded as a really special person on, uh, where they live, and maybe that her gift is only she decides who she uses her gift right, with. Right, okay. So he basically said, do it, like, like you know, do, put the tattoo on now. Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 this is not how it's supposed to work. There'll be consequences. So. Well, maybe she knows who he is and what he'll become, like we said earlier, and doesn't want anyone to know, and by writing it and putting it on his arm, it kind of confirms Yeah, it. maybe she can't lie. He's going to have to do it. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be, like, maybe join the... A little bit of trivia. In Hinduism, Achara is the mark of the good, and from Achara, Dharma is born, which enhances life. Dharma, you see. Oh, there. wow. There's, so there's an actual... That's pretty cool. When she said that she does a special thing, or whatever it was, well, you know, you don't want to know what I do. I thought it was her selecting people that would go to the island. But maybe that's just me being Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty big. Uh, now, when Jack starts to tell her about his father, she says she has no interest in him. And I thought that was because she knows him. I think there's... there's oh, really? There's, yeah, yeah. Wow. I think there's... I think there's uh, you know, you know the, who's a caller who had the thing the other week about Christian Shepherd being one of the big men of the whole Hanzo thing? We love that a lot. Maybe that's yeah. it. Maybe she's reminding herself, like, oh, God, Christian Maybe Shepherd. she knows that he doesn't like talking about She knows too much. Uh, and yet another new character in this episode, Isabel, who Tom refers to as the sheriff... Yeah. She seems to be beneath Ben, and she translates Jack's tattoos as he walks amongst us, but he is not one of us. That was. Mm. Uh, you don't think that Jack knew that? No, I mean, if I've interpreted you that incorrectly, fool. then, you know, I thought he was bluffing it. I think she called his bluff by saying, you know what it means. He's like, yeah, of course I know what it means. And he's probably sitting in his cage thinking, what does it mean? I don't know. I, th- I assume that he, of course he knows. I think he knows, because it's like, well, that's what it says, man. <laughs> but he, he, he replies, yeah. that's what they say, it's not what they mean. What's that? <laughs> Speaking in rib- Tell us what you mean, for but God's sake. That just sakes. sums up the episode, though. Just nothing. It's like, well... Yeah. Maybe, he thinks it was, maybe he thinks he's special and not, you know, in a I think he probably way. knows. Maybe he knows what it means and it is something to do with him supposedly joining the others and becoming part of their little gang. Now, the uh, I don't know if you're up on your 
Chinese characters. I, I'm, I can read a little bit. And I've noticed that the literal translation of the four Chinese characters on his arms are, is the eagles fly up on the sky. And obviously, as we all know, this is a line from a famous Mao Zedong uh, poem, which also includes the line, Who masters fates rise and descent. He's not reading it. He's not reading it. No, this, I'm not, re- he's uh, not reading it. No, is... not at all. I actually genuinely know no, that. Is, yeah, Thanks very much. Wow. Uh, impressed with Isabel? Uh, I'm worried they're introducing too many new characters, to be honest. Um, and they're trying to make them all like Ben as well, really, mm. like evil and mysterious. And kind of, she's quite comical. She's not as good as you know, the actor that plays Ben. She, she was pretty intense. She had that intensity, which I think Miss Clue has got, but we've not seen her. Well, she, ha- she was intense as much as she would say what's going on and she talked like that and that was as intense as it got I thought but there was, yeah, there was a lot of chat required this week wasn't there a lot of dialogue a lot of words a lot of boring unnecessary words I, 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 I knew it wouldn't take you long yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting on the fence let's jump off this goddamn fence it wasn't my favourite episode I've, I've got to say but then you know in, in every other series there's always been a couple of slightly flabby I don't want to say filler episodes but episode around about this time episode 9, 10 you know that are a bit but as you were saying you know going from that powerhouse of last week yeah. where like the whole thing needs to be dissected like a thousand times Juliet uh, is also significant in this episode. Again, a lot of questions asked about uh, Juliet, and we find that the others have some sort of judicial system, uh, which follows the classic eye-for-an-eye principle. Now, uh, (laughs) does the eagerness to have Juliet killed suggest that maybe she hasn't made... She hasn't really done anything on the island, because she gets killed... They want to kill her because she shot... Is it Danny? Yeah, yeah, the Danny, guy that wanted Danny to kill Pickett, Sawyer yeah. and yeah. Um, Kate. But it would imply that she hasn't got any power on the island. No. Maybe she hasn't really achieved anything. She hasn't made any great scientific discoveries. She's expendable, isn't she? Well, maybe because she's not an original. Well, we we, saw, we saw in number seven when they, they, in fact, they brought yeah. her there. Maybe because they think the, the big, outsider. like, huge master plan, and maybe it is all about getting Jack to join them. Mm. And maybe it is all set up, and it is a big plan that's unfolding, that she was meant to kill Danny, and it was just, you know, about gaining Jack's trust. We, I tell you what we do find out that confirms it once and for all is that Alex, that Ben is Alex's dad. Yeah, there, yeah. there was some ambiguity about that last week. I was assured that they were referring to someone else, but or, it's actually or him. in so much that they're telling her that he is her dad. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's... oh yeah, we've all been through that, haven't we? Yeah, haven't we? Yeah, maybe not. Uh, uh, one thing I found interesting actually yes. about this uh, episode is that they mentioned that um, they don't live on that the Alcatraz Island. Yeah, we knew that. I know, but they kind of confirm it and then go, well, we, we don't live here to... to yeah, we Jack. knew that. But Jack didn't. Well, yeah, but we knew that. Yeah. So that's, that's uh, boring. The mark that uh, Juliet receives, that's strange, isn't it? What does that symbol mean? Do you that's think? like an upside-down cross with a few other bits. Yeah, other bangles on it. it. Yeah. It's, um, it looks kind of nasty. It's like... Um, giant guitar? It's like, not like a giant guitar at all, no. A star? Uh, well, if anyone knows what that means, then... Uh, again, Scientology symbol, that. upside down? Oh, it does look like the Scientology symbol upside down, doesn't it? With a little bit extra yeah. added. Yeah, it does a bit like we saw on uh, the Google earlier. Uh, <laughs> I think we've got a caller on the lost line. Hello, Joe, are you there? Hello. Uh, okay, what did you think of episode nine, the episode we've just Excuse seen? Me. It wasn't very good. Go, go, oh, go on, Jack Garron, you, you and Geeky Tom are on the, the same side with this, go on. I was watching it and I thought, what have we found out here? So yeah. There was nothing really significantly happened. I mean, you found out what Jack's tattoo meant, but that was about it. Disappointing. The bit where we see the ta- him with a tattoo on the beach, the whole tattoo isn't there, is it? No, no there's only the, the just symbols. The, uh, yeah. Just the Chinesey bit. It seemed like a bit of a transition episode, like, let's find a way to tell a story for an hour of how we're getting off this island. Joe, did you spot anything in this episode that maybe we've missed that may be significant? 
<laughs> oh, I, I wish I did. Okay. Fantastic. Well, let's talk a bit about last week's episode, the Desmond episode, which I'm still saying is my favourite episode of Lost I have ever seen. Uh, what do you make of that and, and the whole time travel uh, theory? I've got myself a bit of a theory now on time travel. Good lad. Be prepared to be knocked down if it's guff, but go on. I, I will. Uh, watching it, I think um, possibly it's got a lot to do with black holes now. Oh, God. Um, we saw in Juliet's episode... When, you know, the tape that you said was played backwards and had only fools are enslaved by time. Oh, this is in the, oh, the, yeah. the sensory yeah. deprivation room, yeah. And then you've got Myth Lost Bioscience, which was Lost Time, the anagram. Right. Yeah. And Aldo, who was sat outside, was reading A Brief History of Time. Right, yeah. And he had the page open on a page about black holes. Oh, OK, yes. So it, I think it was quite a lot of clues in one episode. And then in the next episode, when Desmond's time-travelling, yeah. it was kind of pointing towards it all. And I know you mentioned that, I think it was Barry Rim with the advertising hall in, uh, on the stadium. Barry yeah. Rim, yes. And one of them was Kronos. Yes. And Kronos was the Greek god of time. Now, someone, there is a picture that we have been circulating amongst ourselves. I don't know if you've seen this. Some, uh, uh, some guy called Leon forwarded it to me. And it is the scene where Charlie is busking, the shop over the road behind him, there yeah. is a massive green, what looks like a jet engine, and two really freaky weird people standing beside it. Did you spot that? I didn't know. Oh. And Leon, Leon, who's a guy who, I don't know how he gets in touch with me, but he does, uh, yeah. was saying that this was a time machine. When, yeah. question, when questioned, he had no, no <laughs> way to back that up. But well, go, go back and have a look at that episode and see if you can spot yeah. that. I do have quite a few things that could back up the black hole kind of thing, and I think okay. it links in with Dharma and the incident. Okay, well, give, give us your two best. A black hole, apparently, can, well, an artificial black hole can be created supposedly. It's, it is possible. Right. And so if Dharma managed to do this, yeah. but then something went wrong, yeah. that could be the incident. Oh, okay. And what would be the, the consequence from that, though, Joe? Well, I think that the button was then being pressed to keep time on the island oh. in in sync with time in the rest of the world. It's good, I like it. It's good, it's good, but then, button, yeah, it's I good, like but why, why, why not automate it? Everyone always says that, why not automate it? I think that was just a way to drive the plot, to be honest. So Tom's questioning the black holes, Tom, go on. You're wrong, it's exactly like Quantum Leap. It's theoretically possible to travel within one's own lifetime. Yes. Superb. <laughs> Joe, very quickly, another theory that I, I have heard is that Desmond and Juliet landed on the island at exactly the same day. Um, the maths adds up. Yeah, we do, it would actually, yeah. So Joe? Around 2001, was it? Yes. Joe, thank you very much for that. Thanks a lot. Good lad, there we go. See you later. Uh, Thank you for that, Joe. Excellent stuff there. I quite like that theory. I thought he would talk sense. It's good, it's good. Uh, I, like have... the, I like the pushing the button to keep time in sync. I, mm, I think that's that's brilliant. Um, we'll give out the email address in a little bit if you do want to take part. Got to say, we have had a lot of emails from girls, well done, saying that they love time travel. So sorry for that terrible generalisation. Although, I've got to say, the people that I have uh, been discussing uh, with in the week, it's kind of split them that generally, and there are many exceptions to the rules, so don't get stroppy, sisters, the girls generally didn't like the time travel theme. The boys generally did. Have you, have you come across that, Tom? Yeah, the same. Yeah, what? I don't want to sound all ladsy and blokish. No, no, no. This is what I found yeah, during the week. It's, it's like, it's like, is it, is it more, or more than that? It's more of a weird scientific thing. fact. We need to, the studies need to be run. In mm, I don't, well, I think we've got a lady on the lost line now. Hello, Sean. Hello. Do you like time travel? I don't mind it. It's all right. Don't yeah. mind it. You see, I'm excited by it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it adds to lost, not doesn't take away from I it. Just, I spent too long thinking about all the intricacies and how it doesn't work and all the 
paradoxes. And, and that's what's so exciting about it. You can lose a whole weekend just thinking about what would happen <laughs> if you met up with yourself. Would you meet up with yourself, or would that self be in another dimension? And all of that stuff. That's it. Great, isn't it? It's very true. Sean, what theories have you got for us? Well, I don't have a, an overarching theory, but I've just got a couple of things that sprang to mind last week. When okay. I was watching the Desmond episode. Yeah. Um, Desmond's precog abilities. Yes. I just really like what Walt had with the whole when he touched lock and said, "Don't do it. Don't open the hatch. Don't yeah. do that." And also because Walt was pinging around the island and appearing to people like Shannon, it kind of feels like Walt's got nice. the time and space thing down. Nice one. Oh, yeah. Which then makes me think about the only fools are enslaved by time and space. So I wonder if Walt was kept in the weird clockwork orange room. Mm. And that little subliminal message kind of triggered his abilities. And I hate to say it, it kills me to say this, but it's the little super brain computer. Are you saying that, the, sorry, are you saying, are you giving the thumbs up to the super brain computer or are you de- denying it? Not strictly, but it seems like that room might have helped. Right. I don't think we should mention it at all because it's all just going to go out of hand. No, I, don't, hand, I, I think the super brain computer may not physically look like how I imagined it, but I think it's pretty groovy. Do you think Walt's going to make uh, a reappearance this series? Well, I do because possibly, also, when Tom was saying to Jack, we couldn't do anything after the sky went purple. Mm. Now, the sky went purple just as Walt and Michael were leaving, so what's to say that even though they got given that heading, it suddenly didn't work? And they couldn't oh, get away. I do hope they come back. I miss Michael. I, I love that. Yeah, I love that scene where Miss Clue says, you know, to Michael, did Walt ever appear in a place where he wasn't mm. supposed to in your past life? So I uh, know I think this is a great theory because it's like and it I, will be him traveling through time. Paul, come on, listen, put your cards on the goddamn table. What? You're really annoying me <laughs> now. You are what? the editor of Lost Magazine. Yes. You make phone calls to America at least once a month. Uh huh. Are Walt and Michael coming back in this series of Lost? Just tell us now. Okay, I can actually reveal. Um, Damon Lindelof did answer some fan questions for the forthcoming issue in a couple of issues time and one of the fans said this is a bit naughty to ask this but are we going to see Michael again now he didn't qualify this season but he said uh, his his answer was something like it is very naughty of you to ask that but um, we haven't seen the last of Michael and Walt come on we actually got something out of amazing. and I can say that that because he sent it to me so it's done what was that? that almost be as good as Charlie being killed Oh, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be nice? Oh, the Charlie. same episode. Charlie gets killed and Michael comes back. Sean, have you got anything else for us before we move on? Um, it's just a really quick one on, on. the Desmond and the time travel thing, and it's not yep. that I don't like time travel, but the red shoes with the Vos thing might be quite interesting because obviously in the Vos, Dorothy just gets knocked out, and it's all a bit of a dream and a bit of an imagination thing. So maybe it was just because Desmond was knocked out, and I think the island's probably playing with him whilst he's knocked out and telling him things. Sean, listen, thank you very much. That we've got to move on. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you. Oh, don't forget, you can uh, contact us with your theories uh, and you could be talking to us next week send an email with your phone number your ideas your suggestions your theories to lost at sky1.co.uk if your theories are rubbish I will tell you so in no uncertain terms but I thought that was uh, that was great that was a good call uh, okay back to episode 9 now uh, the reappearance of Cindy uh, yes. who uh, nice disappears halfway through series 2 would have been a big shock if we hadn't seen it uh, in the lost moments what are you doing here with them I thought you were taken you were you were captured. They're not... It's not that simple. What are they doing here right now? What are you doing here? We're here to watch, Jack. Watch what? What is that, sweetheart? She wants to know how Anna Lucia's doing. Are you serious? 
What? If you've got something to watch, Cindy, go watch it! A quick reminder of who Cindy is in case you're new to Lost. She was a flight attendant on Flight 815. She was giving Jack the small bottles of vodka, wasn't she, yep. or something? Yep. Uh, she went missing during the Taylor's journey to the beach camp, the bit where they're climbing up the hill, uh, and she was the unrequited love of Gary Troop, who was the author, who we never saw, but Bad Twin was dedicated to her. OK, Tom, we'll start with you. What the hell is going on with her? It was strange, that bit. It was like they were watching, and I think they've been told something different to what is actually going on or we don't really understand what's happening on the island because they were looking at Jack Mm. and when he said you know what are you doing here why are you watching us she was kind of quite surprised he was acting quite aggressive and angry yeah it was really strange I don't trust it it's a bit of a weird scene wasn't it yeah do we uh, is she with the others is she separate from the others is she in some kind you know now that the possibility of time travel has been opened up is she in a separate dimension that Oh, How are they travelling about? You know, because we yeah. saw that we saw the kid with the teddy bear that we'd seen. You know, walking through the jungle. One, one thing that I did think about when I was watching that, I went back to when Russo was saying that she had to kill all her her um, crew when they got that sickness. Mm. And Jack did look rather sick in that cage and was going a bit mental. Kind of made me think about the whole sickness thing. Oh, that's again. that's cool. Yeah, maybe they're they're being told to watch him and say that's what can no. happen to you. Yeah, if, yeah, you if you don't if you don't do what we say. He's not he's not got the sickness. That's a silly idea. Well, we haven't mentioned that. He was just angry because he's had a bad night's sleep in a cage. But he had all like bloodshot eyes. Because he'd been and... sleeping in the cage yeah, and he'd been dreaming about that that, that that girl in. And Tell me so. No, he's not got the sickness. Yeah, mate. don't see. Paul, do we think that she is with the others? Is she connected with the others? No, I I well I'd like to think that she is acting because she's terrified of something that will happen to her and the kids if. If she doesn't play act like that and just say, "Oh hi, yeah, we're just we're watching really? you," yeah, I want it to be something very sinister that uh, she's. But she looks so hiding. relaxed, and the kids look so relaxed, and the bit where the girl is all shy, you know, the little girls are all shy. Yeah. And they, I'm gonna whisper something in your ear. What's happened to Alicia? And it's like a genuine. Oh, how is she? Is she all right? You know, that's yeah. uh, that's right. You, you can't play act that. Maybe not the kids, but I think maybe they've not been told something. Or I think there was a big clue in their their reaction to what was going on. I think we need to think about that a bit more. Okay, lovely. Uh, we also, uh, in this episode, catch up with Kate, Sawyer and Carl. And Carl seems to know what's happening with the children. Do you live here on this island? Yes, ma'am. And what did you do with the people that you took? The kids. We give them a better life. Better than what? Better than yours. We give them better lives. What the hell does that mean? Better than yours. Well, it's kind of religious, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of true as well. I'd rather live in their little, little, you know, village than sleep on, a, on the, in the beach. Yeah. No, I think he means, I interpret it to mean better than your lives, as in your lives back home in yeah. the United States in the real world. We, we can give them better things than that. Um, That's how I interpreted it. I yeah, don't know yeah. if I'm... So, I, I, kind of, I kind of looked on it and, and you could have been in the position that Jack is now, we've taken you away from that. Paul, can you run with my theory? Because I think I think it's, it's bigger than that. I think it's bigger than that, yeah. The one thing was well, confusing, the, the, the implication that um, Sawyer references the Brady Bunch, and Carl has never heard of it, the implication being, well, he's lived on the island his whole life, but he's too young to know what the Brady Bunch know, is yeah, anyway. That's what I thought as well. He's, what, he's like, it's like 15, 14, 15, yeah, and yeah. He, even if he'd lived in America, he probably wouldn't well, know what the Brady Bunch heard, is. Well, he might have heard of it from his parents or something, you know. Mm. I think that's the implication that he was born there and he's... he's uh, this is what I thought time. was wrong with this episode, that there are implications like that that just aren't clear-cut enough. They're not... It's vague enough. And we... Oh, yeah, we find out that, that uh, Alex is actually Ben's dad after, a f- you know, a few weeks of it being a bit ambiguous. I just thought it wasn't as well defined, this episode. You know, it, it kind of just meandered along, didn't really say very much at all. Mm, no, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Now, we've got an email from Dom that uh, says, that people don't put silly names anymore, and I, I, that makes yeah, me I sad. Miss, I miss that, yeah. Let's call him Dom Lost 69 <laughs> 
Hey Ian, I've noticed that the title of this week's episode comes, and no surprises here, from a religious source. Specifically, Moses says that he has been a stranger in a strange land. Moses is descended from Jacob and has an older brother called Aaron. Seeing as the eponymous stranger in a strange land is Jack, is this another clue as to the shared paternity of Jack and Aaron? Uh, Aaron. If so, is it significant that Aaron was Moses' older brother? I'm getting confused. Also, so, Jack uh, and Aaron is Claire's baby, and we think that Claire's dad is also Jack's dad. Yeah. Yeah. So that's wrong, because uh, Dom Lost 69 is saying that Jack and Aaron share the same father, which is, is incorrect. Possibly, we don't know. Uh, also, just in case you don't know, although I'm sure you do, Stranger in a Strange Land is the name of a novel by Robert Heinlein. It features a guy who, whilst being born on Earth, is raised by Martians and then returned to Earth. This sounds like a brilliant book. I've never heard of this. He demonstrates psychic abilities and extremely high intelligence. I've never heard of that book. I'm going to be rushing that's, out. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good email. But he's he's wrong. If he's saying that Jack and Aaron have the same dad, that's obviously incorrect. Well, and, well. we'll stop you there, Paul, because Tom is, is actually turning his nose up at this. Tom? <laughs> he loose links an incorrect comparison with, uh, what's, with the Bible. What's so. your message to Dom Lost 69? Um, buck up your ideas, mate. OK, and, good, uh, Dad. He said buck. That's fine. We can use that. <laughs> uh, you can email us, uh, and you could be criticised by Tom, myself, or even uh, Paul, if you're, you're feeling... Um... Well, yeah, my Kronos thing last week was better than what okay. was. OK. Uh, send an email with your uh, your theories, your phone number, whatever you want. Your topless pictures, if you want, fellas, to lost at sky1.co.uk. Now, uh, Carl says that uh, the children are leading better lives than the Losties. And Tom also seems to think pretty poorly of them, as he tells Jack here. What kind of people do you think we are, Jack? Oh, I don't know, Tom. The kind of people that would take a pregnant woman, would hang Charlie from a tree, would drag our people out of the jungle, would kidnap children. That's the kind of people I think you are. You see this glass house you're living in, Jack? How about I get you some stone? Paul, has your opinion of the others changed in this episode? Because they're kind of, you know, it's that thing we've heard before, that the the Losties are almost equally as bad as the others. Although I don't buy into that. No, not at all, because, you know, Jax makes a completely valid point. He says, you know, Tom says people in glass houses, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, they have kidnap people, you know, mothers-to-be, hung people up, and Jack hasn't done any of that. They he might, he started have, it. Yeah, he might have, you know, been a bit unfaithful or something, but he's not actually gone around murdering people or stringing people up, so... I don't. I get that annoys me because the others obviously have a lot of badness to them. And they're not. They're not great people. I don't think. It's also revealed that uh, Ethan was a good surgeon. Oh, I miss Ethan. Rob. Uh, hey. Ben knew about his tumor two days before the plane crash. So why did he send Ethan off on a dangerous mission to infiltrate the survivors? Do you think, Tom? Well, I don't know. Maybe he's not as clever as we all thought he was. Are you all right? It really deflated after that. That last one was time travel. It was brilliant. Yeah. And the the frustrating thing is, I don't think we're going to see any more time travel to possibly Series 4. Probably. Guest directors. Well, you know what? But it's still lost. It's still a fantastic programme. We've got another email, if 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 you'll indulge me this. Uh, This is from David, who has a theory about... Oh! A theory about how Lost will finish. Oh, lovely. Uh, My theory is assuming the following are true. Okay, so he's got two points that have oh, to be true. Oh, these going to be wrong, though, aren't they? As shown oh. in the season two finale, Desmond was responsible for the plane crashing. That's one. Oh, right, yeah, fair play. Seri- oh, okay. And uh, point two: Desmond did go back in time in the recent episode, flashes before your eyes. So, if those two things are true, which we know that they are, they then, are true. Yeah. Uh, then um, the uh, theory works. That's okay, a good literally. start, then. Not nice one. I think Desmond will travel back in time again by turning another failsafe key, which is what I said, or by using abilities that he has. This time, however, Desmond will. 
change his future. Yes. This will result in his life taking a completely different course. Yes. He doesn't join the army or go on that round the world yes. boat race. Therefore, he doesn't end up on the island. Yes. Or spend three years pressing the button. Kelvin will obviously continue to do this. Most importantly, he doesn't cause the plane to crash. The end of the final episode will involve... Oh, no, don't say this. Oh, no, what? Will involve the plane taking off. The original cast will be seen getting on board. Oh. Boone will be back in another day's work. That's all right, actually. The flight will be uneventful and the plane will land in LA. Everybody on board, Jack, Kate, Sawyer, Locke, Boone, Shannon, etc., will continue with their lives and, of course, they won't remember a thing because, in their reality, the plane didn't crash. It's as bad as the ending to the film Give My Regards to Broad Street starring Paul McCartney which has it has two bad endings okay the whole premise of the film is he's lost the master tapes uh, for the album they've been stolen okay they've been stolen alright alright first bad ending is they haven't been stolen the guy that had them got locked in a toilet and he's been stuck there overnight that could happen first bad ending second bad ending the whole thing, including that bad ending, is a dream. Ooh, the dream. This is the same. This you might as well just say, "Oh, it was all a dream." But with time travel, that kind of thing, you can do that. It, no, it, no, it'll, no, no, it'll no, wake no. up with it, it'll end with Boone on the plane being shook. The Cindy going, Are "You all right, sir? Would you like your meal now?" I'm. Oh, or, I thought we'd all crashed. Or it will be a double bluff and. You all think that they've changed time, and the plane will start rocking and rumbling, and then it'll explode. And, and no, I don't. I don't. I, don't I, like, 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 I, I will not buy that. If that happens, I will actually go go postal and, and I will kill people. <laughs> well, there's been so much setup; they can't. You know, the it was all a dream. Is uh, it was that? That isn't. An, it's all a dream. It's no. It? It's the the changing time thing. You can't listen, man. It's an easy the get thing out, about time yeah. travel is you can't of you can't change time that much. You can't do it because you mess around with the space time continuum. So which time travel laws we 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 the universe has a way of correcting itself. Yeah, the, she said that to Desmond. In That's the why shop, my so. version of that little theory works. Well, what's your version of that it? They get on the plane and oh. it blows up again, and they can't avoid going to the island pushing the button. Well, if you'd like to email us with your theories, you can send them to lost at skyone.co.uk. Tom, Paul, thank you very much. Paul, in, in one sentence, what have you learnt from this week's episode? Um, I want to know more about Cindy. What the hell happened to her? Okay, you go off and have a lemsip, young man. I will, yeah. Uh, and uh, Geeky Tom, in one, I'm scared to ask you, in one uh, sentence, without swears, um, what have you learned in this episode? That they should be careful um, about which guest directors they uh, choose to uh, direct the episode. Episode 10 of Lost is Sunday at 10pm on Sky 1. That's repeated the following Wednesday at 10pm and then again on Sky 2 Friday at 9pm. Uh, there's loads of good stuff on the Sky 1 website including the forum and lots of bits and pieces. Uh, that'll keep you going until then. Uh, you can visit that at skyone.co.uk forward slash lost. We'll be back next week to scrutinise episode 10, Trisha Tanaka is dead. That's a good title. Just moments after it's been on the telly. I'm Ian Lee and until then... Namaste. The Lost Initiative is a co production for Sky One.